Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, featuring the debut show of Carousel Partners International, a renowned group of expert coaches worldwide bringing their services together collaboratively and offering them to you in contribution. With host Jeffrey Miller, renowned author, international speaker, also known as the Interventionist. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. And I have to start off with a good morning to Auckland, New Zealand, and Australia, and also a good afternoon to the uh, Midwest, Pacific Coast, U.S., across the country, to a good latter afternoon here in the northeast of the U.S., and a good jolly evening to the U.K. We have a fantastic show lined up today. Those of you that have been following along with us the last few weeks have known that we've been talking about the subject of low self-esteem. And I am Jeffrey Miller, also known as the Interventionist, and I want to thank you all for listening in today. This is this is just a fantastic opportunity to hear from some very, very noted authority coaches that have been working this with their passion and leading a contribution beyond themselves to the benefit of you and their clients. And our subject today is about living with your purpose and living your purpose with passion. Our noted authority coach, Angela Barrows from Auckland, New Zealand, is one of our three or four coaches actually with us today. And this was a dad-on subject to the original show about low self-esteem, and then we wanted to talk about what do you feel you're worth, which was what we got into the week before last. And then we had Sheila Wilson talking about all kinds of issues to do with self-esteem and everything last week. And now here we are talking about live, get ready to live your purpose with passion starting today. As human beings, we are constantly questioning our existence on this earth. Who am I? What is my purpose? Religious groups, people in general, all over the world ask these questions, and this can be a very lifelong journey quest to gather answers to the same. On this show today, we're going to discover, and we're going to help you understand and answer some of these same questions for yourselves as to who am I, and are you living your life, or are you just waiting to kind of pass away? And it makes a big difference. And what makes your heart sing? What makes your mind tick over and over and fill up that soul spirit? And that question, do I matter? Am I making a difference? And do you get up in the morning and put your feet on the floor and go, thank you, thank you, thank you? Another day that I'm here and I'm blessed to be able to do it, or do you just kind of go through the paces? So this brings us up to three questions which Angela has brought up for us today, and I'm going to introduce Angela and our other guests as well. I'm going to do a a roundtable introduction, and then we'll get into the three questions. Uh, Angela Barrows, how are you this morning? Jeff, I'm fantastic, thank you. Um, Thank you for letting me also be on the call today. 
Well, thank you for being with us. And we also have, I don't think we have Tanya in with us yet, but I will take a look and see if she is. Uh, she is trying to dial in also from New Zealand. And we have, uh, coming across the, the pond from Belfast, Northern Ireland, Catherine Thompson. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Jeff. Uh, it's lovely to be here. This is my first time joining um, uh, a Carousel Partners Atlantic U radio show, so I'm absolutely delighted to to be here this evening. Well, thank you for being with us, because I know it's like after 9 p.m. in the evening there, and we appreciate you as, as well as everybody else does to be with us. Thank you so much. And Sheila Wilson from the great state of Arizona. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Nice to be here. Well, thank you. And I am going to ask Angela to talk about, first of all, the three life purpose. I don't like to say problems, though, Angela. How about issues that will keep us fruitlessly hunting for the holy grail of life? If you could start us off with that, that would be absolutely fantastic. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, Jeff. Um, so from experience, from coaching people and talking to people in general, um, I found that really there are three, only three ways that people aren't living their life purpose. You know, they have a lot of fear and they're too scared or really they just don't know what to do. So that's why I have put um, in the opening about um, that people don't know how to live their life purpose or they don't know what they're passionate about. Um, and sometimes they just feel lost or just don't know where to begin, or they feel overwhelmed, um, and they just really have lost their connection to their self. They've lost their connection to themselves to feel, to open their heart, to feel any passion and excitement, um, or else they're too afraid. There's many reasons why people aren't living their life purpose, um, or really just living their life. As you mentioned before, Jeff, um, a question that I used to be asked when I was younger is, are you living or are you just waiting to die? Are you just existing on this earth plane? And if you are, what is the purpose? So those, <clears throat> that is something that I am passionate about, about helping people find their passion, um, to find their purpose. If they have their passion, they will be living their purpose. Absolutely great question. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it really does make a difference when you get up in the morning and you think about it consciously. I mean, today you wake up and you're blessed with another day, another opportunity to make that difference. It is also a question that people are always asking. It's like they're asking, who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And it's only when you can really go deep inside yourself to find that. And people, a lot of people struggle with that. They're, they have too much fear to really go inside themselves to really find out what they can do. Because when you are inside yourself, when you are in your own living in your own power, when you're not wor when you're not worried about the external influences on yourself, that is when you can be in your own personal power, which is when you're living your life with passion on purpose. That's exactly right. I would agree with you 100%. Sheila, thinking about the many clients over the many years, when, we, when we're when we working with clients, it's absolutely amazing. And folks in the audience, you'll, 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 you'll get this as well. We go to a habit. We go to that place of comfort. We go to that, that spot in our minds and our subconscious that has us has us go to the same place every day. It's this habitual thing. And it's and it's because I think Angela you hit the nail on the head when you talk about fear. 
Sheila, when you when you've been with clients, do you find that to be kind of prevalent when you know about that fear factor? Oh yes, it's huge for all of us. I think it runs a whole spectrum from how much internal work we've done and how much we've been able to integrate and heal. Um, and that has to do with um, making a conscious choice to allow life to be um, a journey, an adventure, and self-discovery. I know one of the um, opportunities that I had personally that I see again and again with my clients is uh, being in that stuck place of fear that Angela was referring to. And and what was helpful to me and that I, I give to my clients is a simple question, which is, who made up that rule? Because you're right, we start living habitually by rules and beliefs that we've integrated. And I think that one of the keys to the journey to start awakening and challenging ourselves to be greater and to be more authentic in who we are so that we can express that and um, and have meaning in our life and, and be of service and, and be passionate about being um, of service in that way is questioning um, those things that we seem to live by habitually and take for granted. So um, who made up that rule I think is a great question, uh, whether it's society or my family or um, or something that I just grew up accepting, uh, challenging everything about myself, uh, helping my clients to challenge those things that are so taken for granted also allows us to not only uncover those fears, but the underlying unconscious limiting beliefs um, that seem to keep us stuck and certainly in those patterns. Absolutely correct. It's amazing that we, how many people can relate to that? How many people can feel that, you know, that time in life where you knew something wasn't just right. You knew you really weren't living with your passion. You weren't living your purpose, and you've got that missing piece of the puzzle. And how many people are just getting up and doing the same old, same old every day, not questioning? And that's the shame of what's going on in our society worldwide today. And that's the awakening that is happening. It's an amazing thing. Catherine, I know you and I have talked about this in our coaching experience as well. I mean, how many people are starting to really wake up? How many people, as far as when you talk to your clients, are starting to, to get it, or do you find that they're not yet? I think what's um, definitely the awakening um, you know, that, we, that we speak of, Jeff, is gathering pace like never before. And I find now that people are questioning much more, um, much more um, early on in the coaching process and much more willingly, um, you know, who they are and what they're doing. And one of the questions that I often ask people early on in the process is, whose life are you living? <laughs> and sometimes when people not, they, they think, well, actually, um, it, it, it's an amalgam of, you know, parental expectation, um, society expectation, etc. And whenever you know, you strip it back, there's, sometimes there's very little of them in it. And by that, you know, going right back to who they are and what makes their heart sing, the things that really set them on fire, um, then you can, people start to pull back into their life the things that are an expression of them rather than things that are absorbed from other people. Absolutely true. 
absolutely true. Isn't it amazing? Um, you know, who are you anyway? Very good, very good one. And that's kind of like the key question, Catherine. Is we've been we we have to ask ourselves that. Uh, who am I? Yeah. I alluded to that last week on last week's show that I had an awakening, uh, which is what got me going as a strategic interventionist, where I'd been following Tony Robbins for many many years. But all of a sudden one morning I woke up and I said, Who am I? What's going on? I mean, there's pieces missing. Something is not clicking. Something is just not, you know, it's it's Bill Cosby used to have the commercial, you know, is it Jello yet? No, it wasn't Jello. I couldn't seem to get it to be Jello. It just wasn't mm. getting there. And we That's have to Exactly. We have to go to that place. We have to go to that awakening and say, "Hey, wait a minute. You know, I'm an individual and this is my consciousness. This is myself. This is who I am." Now let's find those pieces that are missing and let's do something about it. Let's get ourselves there. Let's bring ourselves to a conscious realization of uh, what, you know, we, we've talked about this last week, Sheila, which was very interesting, you know. Well, sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. Right. And, and when, we right. Do, when we question that, I mean, question what is it that you don't know? Well, until we learn, we don't know it. That's the most fantastic thing about uh, life coaches, strategic interventionists, uh, the, 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 those that are, that are there in the profession that have really, really knuckled down and they're walking their walk and talking their talk with full authenticity, which is what this group's all about, as well as many, many, many others in the world that are coaching these days. We are there. We are looking for that for people. We are listening with both ears and using our one mouth. We want our clients to be able to figure this out. Who am I? Angela, going going back going back to these questions, um, you know, you 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 posted up at the beginning of, of the event and it says, you know, you don't know what to do, you feel lost. How many times? How many times are people saying that to you? That we are you feeling that with clients? A lot of times, uh, people feel lost all the time because there are so many aspects of us. You know, we have. So many different identities. We have an identity for those who are mothers, for those who then have a job to go to, who then have a social life. So there's so many different identities, so many pieces that make up the puzzle. And so it can get confusing. So which has, which identity do you have at this time? And then you have the crossovers that you have to be one and then you have to be the other. And the confusion comes in. And the fear comes in when they're not sure which hat they have on. So the the clarity um, is a show which I would also really really like to do is how do you get that clarity of who you are and what and what you want to be. So following on from passion and purpose is having some clarity. The clarity around what who do you want to be? Who are you now? And where do you want to move to? And you can only really understand that when you have the purpose. And the passion, you know, what are the things you like to do in your life? Do you really enjoy going to your job? Is it a job that you really enjoy? Um, are you in, do you enjoy the relationship that you're in? So just, you know, people need to really stand up and sometimes, you know, have some guts and say, well, no, I'm not actually passionate about where I am at the moment and with this identity. And there are people like us, coaches, who can help them change because a lot of the time they are scared to move and they just need that helping hand, some guidance and someone just to stand beside them to say, it's okay, we can, we'll can, we do this together. I'm here to support you. And a lot of the time when people trust you, they will they will move to what they're passionate about. And that's a great thing about being a coach. That is why I'm so passionate 
about being a coach and joining a group of expert coaches like all of us on this call now. Fantastic. Uh, you know, you, you hit you hit the passion button with me right there because you're speaking you're speaking very eloquently to that that is with most of the coaches that I affiliate with and associate with, uh, especially this group that we've been for the past months and 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 now with our authentic you hosts as well and our other shows, we are a group of people that just live with that contribution in mind. We want to guide you our audience, the people of the world. We want to see people feel the difference. We want you, we really do, we want to see you awaken and come to that that understanding that your life does not have to be that mundane, boring, everyday, haphazard situation of the same old, same old. Reach out to a great coach, one of the coaches on this call or any other great coach that you can check credentials on and say, you know, I want to know, can you make a difference for me? It's an investment in you. It's you. It's your life. Which way do you want to live it? Now, we're going to the fear factor a lot here today. It reminds me of the silly TV show, but, you know, it isn't really (laughs) silly because if you think about it, you know, who would jump in a box and have spiders pulled out all over you? Who would jump in a box and have uh, have them fill it up with snakes or mice or rats or, you know, what what would your mind go to? But in the same breath, what are you doing every day? What are you doing every day when you're running around with a fear factor in your mind about what's next? And you're not sure about You know about what, what's... Jeffrey? Go ahead, Sheila. Oh, sorry to interrupt. No, you're not but I at was, all. I was just thinking as you were talking that um, it, connected to the fear factor is our often our inability to really accept the fact that we are so special. And I don't mean that in an arrogant uh, way. I just mean understanding... Uh, and really owning that there's no one else on the planet like me, there's no one else on the planet like you, and that I am unique and I am here right now for a reason. And I think that's a, that's a good beginning is to just start to own the fact that there's something special about me that 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 um, precipitates the reason why I'm here on the planet right now, and and it's my job to discover that. It's my privilege and my responsibility to figure out why I'm here, what makes me special, and what I can contribute. And so often we do look outside of ourselves and start comparing and getting afraid and um, feeling less than when really we, the only thing we can do is be ourselves. Everyone else is taken. So I think it takes a lot of courage to to ask these questions and to explore the truth of the matter, to get to the passion. Um, and that takes um, honesty as well. I need to be honest with myself if I am happy or not happy in my situation, whether it's work, relationship, or just how I'm living my life, and go on that adventure to explore maybe like, like um, Angela was saying, with with an expert who understands how to um, how to walk this journey, you know, so that, so that we're not alone, so that we can manage the fear factor, and begin to uncover and um, um, joyfully express the uniqueness of who we are. Spot on, Sheila. Spot on, Catherine. You and I spoke yesterday about this mere fact. And we spoke about our self-worth. 
which has been the subject of a couple of in a, in a couple of our latest shows in the last couple of three weeks. You know, we sometimes as individuals just don't think we have the right stuff that anybody wants to listen to, let alone do for ourselves. Yeah. And when yeah, we talked about the ongoings, fun. the ongoings in the world, Catherine, and we talked about the you know the political upheavals and the and all the things going on in different countries, and I know you in Ireland, Mike. Gosh, I can remember for years the unrest in in Ireland with what was going on there and how people were scared to death. There's a fear factor about that, but it also makes a squash point. I call it the squash point. It brings you to a point of going, oops, I think I'm just going to live my life and be quiet. And I'm not going to put myself out there. And you yesterday elaborated on that with me, and I really enjoyed what you had to say. So chime in, please. Yeah, I, I was just thinking one um, a little while ago there, whenever Sheila was saying about asking people who made up that world, and often I think of purpose and our passion, you know, it's always in us, but I think sometimes it gets buried under all the rubbish from the outside, and oftentimes it's almost like you have to delete lots of defunct beliefs or files, if you want to use a computer analogy, before you can actually find you know, the nuggets, i.e., you know, what what um, what you're really here for, what you're really meant to do, what your gift to the world is. Um, you know, I, I remember, you know, for, for myself, something like that um, many years ago when I started my coach training, and I grew up with a belief about myself, which was conditioned in me by, by my late mother, who was always, well, you're a very neurotic, very highly strung, you know, you would never be able to cope with anything particularly stressful. Uh, and I just grew up believing that that was who I was. And in an instant, that changed when someone on the coaching course that I did challenged me and said, but you're the most relaxed, unneurotic, chill-like person I've ever met. And in that instant, all those years, just by being gently challenged by someone, you know, an impartial person, an expert, and someone with no agenda of their own, I, I... under years of limiting beliefs um, in that instant, I thought, you know what, she's right. And suddenly a whole lot of space was cleared and a whole lot of possibility for me opened up because I no longer believed I was this highly strong, neurotic person that couldn't handle stress. So it was often a clearing out of old stuff before you can actually discover who you are underneath all of that. How true is that? Uh, very, very good point, Catherine. I mean, and, and I, I, I want to uh, say to the folks that Catherine's calling in from Belfast, Northern Ireland. If you can't tell by her accent, and yeah, I put, put a little, squat, put a little Scottish twist on it there. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not making fun of you, Catherine. I'm actually enjoying it, and I'm sure everybody else do. I love that. I love that. And of course, everybody says, Jeff, what are you talking about? You've got the accent. I said, well, I'm from Boston, and they say it all began here in the country, so we won't go there either. But anyway, but you're you're absolutely right. I mean, when you think about what we were taught as children, from the time we can remember, you know, that at age two, that age three, when consciousness starts to come about us, and what do we learn? We learn what our parents have taught us or our guardians or our folks that have raised us, some people say, well, I didn't have a mom and a dad. I was raised in a, in a, in a foster home or whatever, or, or whatever, and they've gone through tough times. But you were still taught that that focus of what you learned is what you lived. Therefore, you live what you learn. 
And when we mm-hmm. go through that process from that early, early age, those very, very critical years of two up to about seven years old, when we deal in human needs psychology, we look at those years as those are the years we go back to in hypnotherapy. And I do it all the time. Catherine, you do. Sheila, you do as well. We go back. We, we, we want you to regress back to those years because those are the learning years. At three to seven, yes, things happen after seven. Yes, things happen after 14. Yes, things happen in adolescence. For goodness sakes, you're alive. There's something happening right now. But let's mm-hmm. think about back then. Subconsciously, we've got that stuff ingrained. Subconsciously, it helped us create the habits. The why is, again, fear factor. When we started off way back at the beginning of humankind, psychologists have kind of figured it out, and they said, you know, there was really a couple of purposes, pain and pleasure. The human mind, in its in its infinite wisdom, way back when, and they're very minute compared to what we are and what we utilize of it today, and you all know we don't use much of it. You know, what are they saying? We might use 30%, and I could be wrong on the numbers, and forgive me, but it isn't much in comparison to the supercomputer we got between our ears. But way back then, whether it be cave days or whatever they call it, we had the pain and pleasure situation. The human body, the human person was either going to feel pain or was going to feel pleasure. So what did the mind do? It took care of that. When you got into a painful situation, it immediately set up a set up an electronic uh, signal back into subconscious said, warning, warning, this is not what you want to do. This is a painful thing, therefore we'll resort to that and remember the next time we'll put it in, in subconscious memory. So in fact, the mind will tell the body, no, don't do that. And it Jeff, can I jump in? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Angela. <laughs> um, Jeff, we are just talking about um, the head brain here. I think a lot of the times we only focus on the head brain. We don't actually move down and look and actually accept and realize that we actually and we, that we actually have a brain within our hearts, which also has the conscious and the unconscious. Mm-hmm. And also then we also have a gut brain, which also has a conscious and unconscious. Now, this has been proven in science a long time ago, and there's a really great website called embraining.com. Um, and two, two fabulous guys wrote an amazing book um, about accessing these three different brains. So moving the focus from the head down to the heart and also the gut, because it, how, how it works on how I work is, you know, it comes, it comes from the heart, um, the heart has brains. It's got this conscious and unconscious. And the heart is where all our all our values and identity live. And then you know, once the heart, the once the passion, because that is the heart is where the passion is. The, the passion comes from the heart. And once that heart understands and knows what the passion is, that is when it moves up to the head. And the head goes, "Yep, I agree with that." So there's an acceptance going on. And the head will put an action plan together. And then the heart will agree with that. It'll be, yep, that's great. I can do that. We can work together. We have that acceptance. Shake hands. And then moving down to the gut brain. The gut is where the fear, the scarcity, and the action takes place. So a lot of people who don't take action normally would have stomach pains or would, would you know, be stepping one, forward, one step forward, one step back. So the action... The courage is from the gut, and that's why they talk about the gut courage. And so when the gut is in alignment with the heart and the head, 
that is when action will take because then the heart says, yep, we're all in agreement, all three parties, the heart, the head and the gut, are in agreement. And, and that is when you're in full alignment, working together to be able to move forward. And that, and that is quite a... And that is quite a tough process to work through because there are many times when there are agreements that just can't be in place because what the head has put into place, the heart cannot comprehend because our different brains all have different functions. So really just being aware and just opening up ourselves up more to the possibilities and the realizations that we do have more than just one brain and really aligning those to work together. Full alignment when you're fully coherent inside yourself that is when you can move forward and there's nothing stopping anyone from moving forward once they are in that alignment when you talk about multiple brains Angela and I'm going to be a little bit funny on this one but I can remember an expression when I was a kid growing up they asked me if I was sitting on my brains I was always wondering about that match does it have anything to do with it (laughs) we do have a question by the way we do have a question from the chat room and thank you Yolanda for that question and Angela Day would like to know again she would like to know specifically what was the name of the website about the brains that you'd mentioned if you could type that in the chat room just type it in Angela's also capable of typing in there guys and she's going to give that to you great question (laughs) Um, you know, it is amazing, but that is true, and that's some advancement that's coming on in, in psychology, uh, and also in the in the human elements, and you know who we are as as an indiv- you know an individual species. The stuff that's going on is fantastic. And Angela, thank you for the contribution to that information because some of that is new to me as well, and I always love hearing new stuff. You know, and you're never too old. I used an expression with a, with this morning, Sheila, if you remember, we said, if you walk into a room and you think you're the smartest brain in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I guess mm-hmm. I guess I'm in the right room today because you guys are teaching me too, and I love that when I when I can uh, host a show with with noted authorities and chosen endeavors and, and niches or niches as we say in the U.S. Uh, and when I learn something throughout the shows and throughout my coaching practice, I love it. Thank you guys. That's really great. Um, again, if you talk about brain, we also talk about from inception, uh, and a lot of people are totally unaware of this fact. You talked about the heart, Angela. The heart is the first functioning organ that develops inside the uterus. I said, excuse me when I learned that one? Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. How could that heart be the first organ, functioning organ in the human being to develop to develop and operate and start the functioning of the human body before and ahead of the brain. Think about that. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? But it's a fact. Mm-hmm. And it's a fact that most people don't, we just don't think about it. Who thinks about their heart beating? Not too many I people. I do. Do you? Well, tell us <laughs> about Absolutely, that. I'd I like do. To, I'd like to hear I that. I do. Well, you have, um, a, you have a special reason, don't you? Um, I do have a special, I do have a special reason, thanks, Jeff. However, when you're in a situation, when you're in a panic or you're in overwhelm, it's if you're aware of your heart um, and the pace it's going at, the simplest thing is to breathe. Breathe. We breathe so naturally. It's it's so natural we don't even think about it. But if you actually become consciously aware of your breathing, it's the quickest way to change your state as well as movement. Um, a lot of times when I work with clients who have trouble getting to sleep because they're so stuck in their head that their head is ticking around so much. All I get them to do is to, when they're laying in bed, to put their hand over their heart and just feel their heart beating and beating and just breathe. Breathe 
on a circular motion of six seconds in and six seconds out, and you would be amazed how quick they would they get to sleep. It's simple. Being being aware of your heartbeat, how fast is your heart racing? How slow is it racing? Are you in a state? Are you in a relaxed state when you need to get into a more upbeat state? Change the pace of your heartbeat. It's that simple. <laughs> Well, yes, you know, it it, that sounds that sounds very simple. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was it Sheila. Were you saying something? No, I think Angela still had to share something. Um, I was just going to say, and that's part of embraining. There is a process with an embraining called embed, which is a multiple brain integration technique. Um, and a lot of it starts with breathing. Whenever I work with a client, I start off with breathing. Just breathe. Mm-hmm. Sit down for a minute and breathe. And it's the most peace you'll ever have. Just breathe. Breathe six seconds in and six seconds out. And just keep doing that for a minute or two. And you'll just come straight into yourself. And you'll just come into alignment. And you'll have peace so that you can move forward. You know, one of the things I, when I said you know all about that special, with a special reason, Angela, I was thinking about the the event you went to a couple of years ago. Excuse me, a couple of years ago it was a couple of three weeks ago, wasn't it? You went to a special seminar on this that you started. You talked to me about this. I yes, I did. This. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, and and I said, wait a minute, now I remember because I remember you briefly speaking to me about this one day about this uh, seminar you went to for a weekend about this to do, and, and yes, breathing is extremely important. I'm glad you bring that up because people actually can, whether you recognize it or not, you can talk yourself out of even panic attacks, and we we have all been there. We've all had them at one time or another. And how many people say I can't control myself? Well, you just told yourself you can't, so you're not going to which is an amazing thing. We have the ability to, as you've just explained, with breathing, if you can just consciously bring yourself to a point of relaxation. Great stuff, great stuff. And I know we we try to help people in hypnotherapy to understand that as well. Catherine, are you still with us? Mm. Yeah, I just um, think that two thoughts occur to me, actually. Um, One, when you go back to what you said about the heart being the first functioning organ in, in in a fetus, and in a sense, you know, when you think about it, you know, um, complex and um, wonderful little brains are, they can't function unless they have blood and the blood comes from the heart. So it, it is very much, you know, it, it does lead everything in, in, in our world, really. Um, and the other thing, um, again, listening to Angela, is that, you know, I, I'm very conscious, you know, for myself sometimes too, but also for a lot of people that I work with, is that so often we we get into the we, we get stuck in living from the neck upwards and we sort of have a complete disconnect going on between the head and the body. Um, very often, um, like Angela said, particularly breathing is a very, very powerful way to do it, is when you can reconnect back in to your body. There's a huge amount of wisdom there. You know, the body, the mind, the spirit are, are one system. They're not all separate parts. But so often we get stuck in living up in the head but that we ignore all the rest of it. And there's so much wisdom in there, you know, just in terms of whether we're on track, whether we're off track, um, guiding us to what our what our purpose in life may be. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Exactly right. Uh, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, how often do we do that? And I, I think of myself. Uh, and I'm going to have to do an interrupt here for guys. I've actually got to do a break for Authentic You. I wanted to 
thank everybody for being with us again here. And I'll let you know today's show is presented to you by Authentic U Media. Our mission is to provide and present to you online, international, worldwide radio, TV, webinars, and up-and-coming live event presentations we'll be having to inspire and empower you to embrace your authentic self, featuring the best of the best with shows and hosts that offer you speakers, celebrities, and all candidly share their views with you, advice and wisdom on living with and in your authenticity. Our, our logo is Be You, Authentic You. Now back to the show. See, I was able to, because I'm producing the show also today, guys, folks, so I got to do the commercial as well, so thank you very much for that moment. Uh, I hope I did that in 30 seconds or less. Now on with the show. <laughs> Sheila, to you. Yes. Well, goodness, I just posted another website, um, and so thank you, Angela, for embraining. I'm going to check that out. Um, I've been following HeartMath and their work for the last two decades, and it is extraordinary how um, we have maybe inadvertently ignored the, the, the wisdom and the thinking and the power of the heart. Um, but it certainly is appropriate that it would come up today because we are talking about passion and purpose. Um, HeartMath is, um, offers some simple yet powerful exercises as well to encourage us to develop skills that, that um, cultivate our ability to be present with our heart wisdom and our, our compassion and our passion. And I think these kinds of practical applications are definitely ways to spend time with ourselves to um, discover more and more about who we are and are we doing our passion? Are we living our dream or someone else's dream? Are we choosing uh, to live in a way that is authentic to ourselves and our own special needs and uh, special gifts that we're here to bring? That's wonderful. You know, you, you say hot math. Um it, it amazes me that we always go back to the numbers, and our, our uh, I just you know I think of the numbers and I'm so in tune to the numbers as of the advent of of coming on board with Authentic You and our merging with Authentic You as a group, and that's due to our our leader Michelle Arbo, if you're listening. Michelle is a celebrity numerologist and she's all about the numbers. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it if you guys are interested in what the numbers are from what I call the God Code. She is an intuitive numerologist, and when you talk about the heart and you talk about numbers, it all relates. It's all in numeric, numerical sequence of how everything works from the beginning of the Big Bang, and that's kind of a science. You know, they say, well, is that religious or is that scientific? Well, you know what? It's a fact. It's pretty well proven out that, that scientifically, and it is what it is. And then, you know, this heart is an amazing thing. It is the beginning. You know, the, the body forms and the heart forms, and then it, it helps feed the rest of the body so it all develops. It's absolutely amazing. So, Angela, very, very, very key points there of how we go to the heart and how we have the so-called brain in the heart. And how did they determine that they were going to call it the brain and the heart? I'm going to be inquisitive about that versus the brain between the ears. Maybe that's a whole, Jeff, that's a whole other show. We could ah. spend an hour talking about um, the embraining. Maybe even an idea could be to interview the authors themselves. Mm-hmm. That would they be are fantastic. fantastic. They, they work yeah. very closely with, with hard maths um, and a number of other 
um, specialist organisations who have been studying and researching the different brains for for centuries, for years. That's amazing. That's amazing. So it's it's basically is is it you know in a nutshell could you say it's because of the intuition that we have built into our bodies in key functioning areas? Um, yes, I I would because your intuition does come from inside. Because okay. once you're in alignment, that is when the intuition comes in. Because in, people think that the intuition comes from the gut. Sometimes it does, but most of the time it doesn't. Being a channel. I can I only channel when I'm in alignment. If I'm out of alignment, um, it's very difficult to channel because that is when all your own world, your own filters of the world come in. So if I'm out of alignment, it's just about impossible. That's mm-hmm. that's another show as well, another whole topic we could take probably more than an hour on is the channeling aspect, and that that's coming up as well with you, I know. Um, in your new show that's going to be debuting here in the next three or four weeks, uh, which is going to be fantastic, which is a good point for me, good time for me to bring up that point, folks. We, uh, Carousel Partners International, uh, being a group of noted authority coaches from all over the planet, uh, banded together some six months ago, some of us not as long ago, but we started the program, you know, six-plus months ago. And, you know, because we wanted to mastermind with like-minded individuals that were doing similar to us in the coaching profession, but more more in alignment with we all need a great coach. Every coach needs a great coach. It's going back to that, you know, if you're the smartest tack in the in the in the in the box, then you know, you're in the wrong box. <laughs> so that said again, we we started the program in that respect. We started our Carousel Partners International coaching as a mastermind group, which then decided that we wanted to do radio, webinars, live events, etc. We then fell into, and I say fell into it because it was a wonderful match for us to come on board with Authentic You with Michelle Arbo. And we are now merging completely with Authentic You and the team of Authentic You. We're going to drop our armor from our carousel partners, and we're all individually going to have shows. So you're going to have many more shows to be listening to on these same subjects, from strategic intervention to hypnotherapy to uh, heart, you know, the, the, the heart and everything that we're talking about today. And I can't even keep up with all the terminology, guys. You got me on this one. That's fantastic information. You, you taught the old guy a couple of things today. I'm very, very happy to hear that because this is valuable stuff. This is the stuff that helps everybody when you listen to this get to this point of understanding. Hey, wait a minute. I can change my mind. There is an opportunity if I will only allow myself to do it, and that is overcoming again fear factor. And it all mm. resorts to that in this 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 ingrained stuff that we learned as children. And when you get a hold of that, when you consciously close your eyes and think for a second, this is an issue I have in my life. This is something I would love to take and challenge and put myself to the test and say, hey, I want, I have the passion to overcome this. I want my life to be better. I want to wake up tomorrow morning or the next morning and the next morning and the next morning. For every morning I'm allowed to wake up and put my feet in the floor and live my life with that passion. To have that sense of feeling, that opportunity to say, hey, I matter. I am making a difference because you've got to do it for you first. So take it on. Take on that initiative to reach out to a phenomenal coach. Find one that you align with. 
get in touch with this group. Get in touch with any one of us on Facebook or through our websites. At the end of the show, they're all going to tell you how to get in touch. And each one of us is available to work with you. We want to. It's a joy to see the lights come on in another person that they've been able to overcome these issues that have happened and plagued them from their childhood, typically. Now, it's not all childhood, as we well know. And, Sheila, we talked about that last week as well, that the stuff that kind of sets everything in motion is in childhood, but then you get into your adolescence, the teen years, and all that stuff, because you're still in a learning curve, and it all. then you get into relationships. Oh, gosh. I mean, touch touch on that a little bit. Well, one of my favorite decades is the 20-something years, and I just get such a kick out of working with 20-somethings who find me in my coaching and counseling practices. And basically, that's a, a natural time in our lives when we are going through a developmental process uh, and opportunity called differentiation. And basically, it's taking everything that we've learned and been conditioned up to that point and challenging it. So if we have a successful 20-something decade, we are actually um, becoming our own true self. It starts in the teen years when um, when we are um, uh, rebelling and um, trying to be grown up before we're legally um, recognized as an adult. Um, you know, 13 through 17, even 18 and 19, um, still living at home and having to follow our parents' rules and having to go along with rules at school and rules at our part-time job if we're working. And so into the 20s, we move. Um, Oftentimes, many young people are at college, away from home for the first time, being exposed to uh, different people from, uh, you know, uh, around the world now. Um, and their values and their upbringings and having a lot of freedom to go to class or not go to class, go out drinking tonight or do homework. Um, so these are the opportunities, if taken consciously and not so much under the influence of substances, um, to really recognize, wow, you know, I can choose and I am my own person and what are my values and what are my priorities. You know, I've got this set of rules here that were given me that I followed perhaps um, not challenging because I didn't want to get in trouble or consequenced or or given a timeout, whatever. Um, But now, now I'm on my own and and now I can really start to question this and and develop my own being. So this is a wonderful opportunity if taken seriously and if really encouraged and supported to um, uh, not get lost and not avoid the the challenge of the 20s and really grow into um, being all that you can be. That's that's fantastic. So here's a point that we're going to get to because everybody, everybody has their story. People say, oh, well, you're a coach. You've got this education. You've got this training. You went to college. You went to university. You learned this. You learned that. Do you know, interestingly enough, that's true, but Why? Why did we do that? What was going on in our lives? You know, we are the same as everybody else. The difference was that we kind of woke up to something that wasn't working in our lives. We came to a conscious understanding because we kind of had to. Sometimes when you fall flat in your face and your nose is buried in the dust, there's only one thing to do. Get up, dust yourself off, and do it again. And sometimes you fall flat in your face again. So... Let's talk about each of us. Let's go around the table. 
and I've I've had lived on mine, you know, my awakening point back, oh gosh, you know, back at 2009-2010, after being very successful in business for many, many years, I was not successful in certain relationships in my life. Uh, I had great friends, a lot of them, but I just didn't feel that closeness that I felt I should feel with people. I felt a disconnect. And I found it was a fear factor because there were things that went on in my early life that was, in fact, hindering me. It was, in fact, low self-esteem. And therefore, I attempted to do something about it. And after following Tony Robbins for many, many years and remembering back to his early books, the one that hit me in particular was Awake of the Giant Within. And I don't choose this to be a to commercial for Tony Robbins, but I'll tell you what, if you follow anything that Tony's done, you will see there's some fantastic stuff out there on YouTube, the books, etc. He's been doing it for 35-plus years, and he's still going strong. He's got to be doing something right. But that book did it for me, Awaken the Giant Within. And I woke up to a possibility that I was missing pieces of my puzzle. And I woke up one morning and said, who am I? And that's kind of my story. That's my back-end story that kind of got me to to an understanding that I needed to do more. I found out about strategic intervention, hypnotherapy, neurologistic programming, and here I am still learning, still going through the process. The why is because you have to come to an understanding that we as coaches have to be our first best clients because we can't be a great client for anybody else unless we can get these pieces figured out for ourselves as well. But it's your life experience and your story that brings you right up to today. Everything that's happened in your entire life is totally unique, as as has been mentioned. Sheila, you mentioned that uniqueness. We've talked about it. You know, we are who we are as a result of. It's a definition, but it doesn't have to define us to the point you don't have to stay there. You can do something about saying, hey, I'm a great, unique person as a result of it. So let's go to for for a few minutes and talk about, from a point of view of each of us, you know, where and how. And, Angela, we'll just go back to you first. Uh, you know, how did you manage to find that purpose and passion yourself? This subject matter was, was written by you today, and I want to thank you very much for it because it's been fantastic. But tell us, please, what was your waking point? And then we'll go on to, to Catherine and Sheila as well. My waking point, goodness me, um, I just life, just enjoying, enjoying life, just in, waking up every morning and just being thankful for being alive and just looking at the bright side and just really the attitude of it. Um, I've also studied a lot of Tony Robbins. Um, courses and he he's fantastic and he just brings everything alive. Just, so yeah, I'm, I'm passionate about most things. I'll find I'll, I will find some passion in everything that I do and everything that anyone does. I don't see things as being bad experiences. They're experiences that have happened, and if you learn to control your emotions around the experience, it's perfect. Great. Great, great, great point. And there has to be a tipping point, however. This is a balance of life. It's like a dance. There has to be a point where that fear factor is not holding you strong enough any longer that you're willing to release it and let go to the fear, a new fear factor, so to speak, that fear factor of moving towards that which is the unknown. But you you hope and you pray that it's going to be the right thing for you to do. You put psych sticking your feet in the hot water. You don't know how hot it is to actually feel it, or the cold water. But it's the same, the same metaphoric value. 
and also, Jeff, you also have trust and faith that what you are doing is right for you at that time. Just having trust and faith, if you have, if you have that, it's it's good because we are we always looked after from whatever religion or God that you believe in, or if you don't believe in anything, you are, you just trust your unconscious that your unconscious will always look after you, and that's what I've always had. That's fantastic. Always knowing that where I am is where I'm supposed to be. That's great. That's great. Catherine, let's go to you. Yeah, I think in many ways, um, you know, my I didn't find sort of my passion and my purpose. It just kind of found me. And I guess, you know, I've been on this journey for most of my adult life and I was into a lot of kind of what would have been termed new age and self-development stuff, you know, long, long before it became trendy. And in many ways, much of that was driven by me trying to make sense of my background and my upbringing, which, you know, was, was like many people's less than ideal and left me um, as I went into my 20s. You know, Sheila was saying about its 20s. My 20s were some of my, my worst years in, in terms of how I felt about myself, depression, low self-esteem and all of those things. So I did, you know, what, what a lot of people typically do when, when they're trying to, like, find, work it out for themselves. You know, I, I trained as a psychiatric nurse. I worked in mental health. I trained as a counsellor, but for me, my light bulb moment came the first time I picked up a coaching book, which, you know, was probably got well over 10 years ago now, um, and I just thought, you know what, this is just, this, this, this is completely me, because whilst I really enjoyed nursing, whilst I loved um, counselling, I felt that was always looking at the broken part of someone, was when I looked at coaching, it was, for me, that is, what it is doing is recognizing the part in all of us that is whole and perfect and just waiting to be supported in its expression. Wow, that's fantastic. So basically you were looking to to develop something in yourself. You knew you wanted to do something. You picked up the coaching and you started with it and you recognized it. There you go. You found you found it's, it. it just yeah. immediately it was and I think, you know, it, it's true what is said but the things that you're interested in are generally a fairly good indicator of the direction that your purpose lies. So my long time interest in all things related to sort of um, you know, self development, psychology, etc. You know, what, what clearly was leading me in that direction. But it's kind of like, um, um, any male listeners will forgive me for this because it is, I suppose, a very girly analogy. It's when you get like the right shoes, you put your foot in that shoe, and you just know that it is perfect. That's that's a great way to look at it. You just get this intuitive feeling. You get this like you know this is right for me. This and the next thing you know, you're helping others as well. That's fantastic. We've got about five yeah. minutes of show time left. I can't believe it, Sheila. <laughs> well, like you've um, like you've said, Jeffrey, and all of our um, amazing coach guests on the panel today, our life d- does tend to frame and guide us into becoming who we are and there are many experiences I could share growing up that seem to have contributed uh, greatly to who I am today in finding my passion. But I think the most recent and most harrowing experience that I had was um, being betrayed in my marriage and realizing that that was spirit, the universe, God telling me that I was betraying myself. 
And that was the only way I was able to see it was externally. I wasn't able to recognize it on the inside. And so I don't recommend this path, but for me, I guess I'm a hard study. I had to learn in a very extreme way with everything being taken from me to recreate myself from an authentic place step by step by step because I had no name, no community, no finances, no no means of earning a living, no vehicle, no home. Um, I was just one step from homeless and I began to um, get to know myself and really explore what what made my heart sing, what what really worked for me. I already had some information. Um, one of the things that was very prominent in my understanding of myself and my passion was um, relationship. And I um, practiced as a, um, a private mediator for, for several years and really got excited about helping people resolve conflict and come to agreements and identify what they need and be able to uh, come to win-win situations. And that was exhilarating for me. Um, but it was it was losing everything that forced me to really recreate myself, just like a phoenix rising. I do refer to myself as a phoenix at, at times, um, that, that got me on this journey that, uh, that quickly um, uh, motivated me to find my passion and be all that I could be. So bad things don't happen to me either. Uh, they're just opportunities. Wow. I love it. I love it. Thanks, Guy. I mean, ladies, it's, wow. <sighs> you know, when you think about it, we've all got that story. We've all got that thing in life. Everybody has it. So, folks, think about that. Really take that into consideration if you're on the cusp, if you're on the edge of pulling it together to saying, hey, I want to get myself some guidance. I want to I want to flip the switch. I want to go the other way. I don't want to live with the debilitating beliefs. I don't want to feel the, the self-defeating prophecies whack me in the face all the time. You know, whether it's relationship, whether it's personal stuff, whether it's old stuff from your past, whatever it is, seek some guidance. Because your life is going to change exponentially. I mean really exponentially. When you seek a qualified coach, Reach out to any one of these these ladies here, and contact us. Myself, um, we we're here to help you. We all offer a free consultation, which will get an understanding of what it is we do and how we do it, and whether it fits to help you. Go with that. Give it a try, ladies. I want you to do it one at a time. We've got about three minutes left. It's counting down. I can't believe it. Just real quick, how can they reach you, Angela? Um, you can reach me on Facebook. Um, or on Skype, so or my website at www.lifebychoice.co.nz. All my details are on there. Excellent. Yeah. I've also typed it into the comments. Oh, good, box. good, excellent. And Catherine. Yeah, I can be reached like Angela on Facebook, either um, as Catherine Thompson or my Facebook page, Your Best Life Yet Coaching, or via my website www.dot yourbestlifeyet.com Okay, mm-hmm. and we've got about 30, 40 seconds here, Sheila, your turn. <laughs> yes, I, I just uh, posted a chat. Uh, you okay. can reach me by email at SheilaWilsonCoach at gmail.com or on Facebook, Sheila M. Wilson. Would love to hear from you for a free coaching session. 
Excellent. And I am Jeffrey Miller, also known as the Interventionist, international show host, and a partner in Authentic You. We would like to thank you so, so very much, folks, for being with us today. And anybody listening to the show after the fact, it is available for replay. All of our shows are, as a matter of fact, follow the entire series. And we will be continuing on with the Authentic You banner. We've got the brand-new show starting, each one of us. The show I will be very happily hosting with Michelle Arbro, celebrity numerologist, is Interviews with Authentic You. So thank you again, folks. Ladies, thank you so much, and a pleasure to be with you. And we've got about 30 seconds left here, and I'm going to be saying so long for now, and have an awesome day and a wonderful week, folks, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye, Bye everybody. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. This is great. Bye-bye.